This is the Time to Refresh podcast with Brad Refresh, the podcast about life, music, traveling, shit, literal shit that is, and weird and wacky stories with Brad and a range of guests from the planet Earth. Feel free to share the pod with your pals, your mom, your neighbor's dog, or even your shrink. It's all fun. You can follow our Facebook group called It's Time to Refresh Community or It's Time to Refresh on Instagram. Write into the pod, ask questions, and share your stories. Enjoy the pod! Hey kid, what time is that? It's time to refresh! Uh, back once again with another episode of the It's Time to Refresh podcast. Um, today we've got, it's been a busy day, we're down at Pirate Studios uh, in Liverpool and we've got the Pleasure Room's main man, fucking Paul O'Hare, cheery is, how we doing? What's happening Bradley, you good my man? Yeah, um, we, had, uh, we bumped into each other last, when I was down here last time when yeah. I was with Alan. Yeah, yeah. And sort of got chatting away and I thought fucking it'd be a, it'd be a good story to get you on. Yeah get, man. Have you have you told your story before? I've done else? I've done it on um, one of my mates. He's got the three oh three Casor podcast. Jay Viper. I, I've oh, done a little a uh, little hour on his one. Yeah, but uh, there was loads that I didn't get off. You know, right. it was just like it, it it was it was just like it was a bit mad because I didn't really tell my story properly. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't speak about my family or nothing like that. I just about just about just strictly the MC and the DJing. Yeah, that's all. Well, we can about. get into that today, and you can we can sort yeah. of go about it because obviously it is a, essentially a music podcast, but it's to get to know the the person behind yeah. it as well. Like we, we've uh, when Alan was on, we talked about a lot of stuff outside of music. It doesn't need to necessarily just be. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, we can sort of get to it. So oh, how are we doing? All right. I'm good, you know, mate. I'm good. How are you? I'm sound. Uh, love them coming down to Liverpool this much. I do. <laughs> you love, do it. love it, lads. I yeah. do, absolutely. It's a bosh little city, isn't it? It Liverpool. is. It's like there's, 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 there's something behind it. Like, it's like, it's there's a nice, not camaraderie, but like there's a. There's a war about of it. Liverpool. I'm yeah. proud of it, mate. Yeah. But if you, you're, proud, you're proud of what, what people achieve. Like, you back people. Like, and I know I'm sort of fucking going off on one now, but like, have you seen that uh, young Jamie Webster? Oh, he's smashing it. Like, fucking brilliant. The, it's because the city's getting behind him as well. He yeah. could have just been another independent artist doing yeah. what, whatever. Um, yeah, he's he's good, Jamie. Yeah, I've never, I've never, um, never spoke to the lad to be honest, but I've heard him and I've seen him on his clips, and he's he's outstanding. Yeah. Lyrically, in, in his songs, he's fucking great. Mate. He's, he's great. good, but it's good that you've got that togetherness. And yeah. like, I know people always harp on about it, like you said, stereotypical. But for instance, say like the Beatles or what have you. Like, I know people, a lot of people don't like the Beatles. A lot of people do like them, but. It's like very cultured Look, of Liverpool. The Beatles are still generating money in our little city to this day, so yeah. you do but not it's cause Liverpool are proud of. Yeah, of, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'm buzzing to be in Liverpool. Thanks for asking. <laughs> all good, all good. So shall we crack on then? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So um, we'll sort of talk about what you're doing lately, if you, if you wanna, um, yeah. because we were talking sort of off pod about it. But you, you've got a couple of events coming up on that. Yeah. Well, I've got one on Mad Friday in um, town, a little bar called Davis Bar with Alan mm. um, and me partner Gary. Um, that's that's a Scouse House event in it, fella. Yeah. So that's um, 
starts at eight, finishes at three in the morning, and it's only a little small bar, but yeah. it's, the, it, it's a boss little bar. It's it's a cracking little gaff. It's in Tartan. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, right up, right next to the um, the Adelphi Hotel. It is uh, right. just on the corner, but it, it's a cracking little bar. And I, I, I always used to drive past and I thought, I wonder if I could do something in there. Yeah. So um, Alan wanted to bring his event to Liverpool. So I said, all right, and I went in and got him, got, got that Avers bar, but then I thought, we'll put the dance of you being out lately name to it, mm. and then we'll just all go three ways on it, and that's what we're doing. So I've got that one, the dance of you being out lately on the Mad Friday, the 16th of December. Yeah. Then we've got one on Boxing Night, another one, Dance of You Being Out Lately Crazy, doing two events in the in the, in the space of 10 days, to be honest. Fucking heavy, that like. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. Yeah. So we've got the um, Dance of You Being Out Lately one and um, Coyote Ugly Bar, but the venue's just, it's bosh. Yeah. Bosh, you got, I was like, in there last week when I was yeah, down. you know, like, the, where the girls get on the bar and dance, yeah. I can have my acts going along the bar. Like, I've got to see me doing Feel My Bits and Pieces yeah. and a couple of the other songs. She can actually walk down the bar singing while the crowd's just in front of her, you know yeah. what I mean? Even I'll have MC Ben up there and myself <laughs> and I've had a bevy, I'll be up there doing it, you know what <laughs> I mean? Hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's wild in there though, like yeah, fucking... Yeah, it, it's, it's a good bar, mate. It's, it's, I don't know, like, I went into it because I wasn't keen on going into it. We're upstairs though, yeah. we're not downstairs, we're, we've got the, the upstairs part. I didn't go up there. Um, I went I went out last week with my missus um, to that... Uh, Teddy's bar in town I had a couple of drinks in there and then we were sort of leaving sort of like Bold Street and she's seen that and obviously fucking it's a big big thing isn't it like yeah, the whole coyote it's, it's thing crackers, like it's crackers so she got, she got us in there and then she was just absolutely mesmerised all these women getting up on the fucking yeah, stage and that it's madness yeah, really and they, and they said like when, when our events on they're going to do that for us as well get yeah. on the bars and throw a few shapes which is it's good <laughs> isn't it and then on New Year's Eve I've got an event in the, the Factory Project. Now, this yeah. is just a house music event because I love my house music. Me. Yeah. So it's a house music event. And um, what we're doing, we're going to charge like 100 quid a ticket and then start at 8, finishes at 6, and it's a free bar all night. Mm. And uh, we've got some good Liverpool DJs on that. We've got like um, Ant Armstrong, Chris Maffey. We've got Amelia Preston, Casey Lee Lynch, myself. We've got Alan doing mm. a little set. We've got Gary Bates, my partner. Uh, Davey being my brother. My brother's going to be doing a little set yeah. on it. Just all all house music, though, do you know what I mean? Going from like G-bar music right up to like the modern day house music. Well, I, I was, well, I seen, when I seen you last time when I was down, um, I was just like shocked at like, it's fucking, it's some concept though, eh? like that is the, because it was £100 a ticket, the, the thing. Yeah, for, yeah. Free like booze all night, that's like, it's cheap well, and it's, easy, it's, isn't it? It's like, a cheap night, well, that, me and Gary, because, you know, people in Liverpool at the moment, everyone's half skins because there's not really with the price yeah. of everything going up like me and Gary we've just been doing £10 events you know just yeah. keeping them rolling this year and then when when I spoke to Kevin who owns the factory project he said to me well would you want to put the money behind the bar and we'll just go three ways and I thought well yeah because that, that'll work yeah. so the, you know it does sound a lot at £100 but it's 10 hours worth of free drinking yeah. which is like it's fucking you're going to spend them more than a tenner on ale an hour aren't you well I was complaining last week on the pod with, when I was doing it with Luke uh, saying that I went out to that fucking Teddy's and like like it's not just there by the way I think it's a, it's a good bar and stuff but fucking it's, everything's dead, dead expensive like beers and that yeah. Like so I got I got, a, I got a pint she got two cocktails right Listen, this is fucking madness it's two cocktails for 16 quid but it weren't, it weren't cocktails like 
when she got it, it came in a whiskey glass, and it was just a full whiskey glass. Wow! So that was for sixteen quid. Jesus, I mean, Heavy that's just the way it's going, isn't it? But if you can go for it on a night out, hundred quid, not having to worry about the fucking price of bevs or out like that. Exactly that, and like you know, it's gonna be, it'll be like bottles of bud, you'll be the proseccos, you'll have your your vodkas, your brandy, everything's gonna be there for any, you know, for every mm. every no champagne. It's not gonna be no bottles <laughs> of champagne for no one, yeah. but any other drink that they want, they'll be. Stuck there, do you know what I mean? So it's gonna be, a, it's it's gonna be a good night. I'm looking forward to it most because mm. you know I've I've done all the scouts thing in for for the years. This is my first house event, mm. so I'm, I'm I'm chomping at the bit to get my teeth so look into it and crack <laughs> on with it. To be honest, you know class, what I mean? Class, yeah, man. So yeah, that's sort of what you're up to now. Do you want to just we'll sort of wind it right back to the beginning? Yeah. Um, when did it all begin? Like so, yeah, I grew up in Speak. Uh, in the 80s, I uh, had a little sister, our uh, little Michelle, she passed away 2019 to cancer. Yeah, I had an, yeah it's, it's, it's terrible. Uh, I had an older brother, our Peter, mm. and now our Peter was the one who got into the DJing. Like, it was everything that I learned was through him. Yeah. He, he got the first set of turntables, he got his ear, they were pro 150s. Uh, like so similar to Technics but so different they were yeah. belt driven so you could touch them and they'd bump they'd fly away and then he, he got DJing uh, Peter in, in like Matthew Street a bar called Beatty's Bar in the mid 90s and then one one day he said to me look I'm going to Magaluf with me missus do you want to do it so I went go ahead I'll do it like and um, <laughs> I just turned up and done it but while I was doing it the owner of the pleasure rooms um, the owner of the pleasure rooms girl was in there and she was with me cousin and she went back to Lee and said look Alison's little cousin's just been DJing there he's actually good so that was on the Saturday night on the Monday morning my cousin Alison phoned me and she said look do you want a little job DJing and I went go ahead and uh, she went turn up to the pleasure rooms half one now the pleasure rooms weren't really that big at the time yeah. you know, so what year is this then? This was what, two thousand, just early 2000, no, August 2000 it was when I started in the pleasure rooms. So fucking, I just turned up on a Monday, on the Monday morning afternoon, half 12, with like a little packet of records. And, I, and like, they met me outside and like, hello, come in. And I, I walked in and he went, right, up there, go up, have a DJ set. If you're good enough, you've got the job. Mm. So I walked up these fucking ladders to climb into the DJ box. The DJ box was fucking, like, yeah. above everything. So I walked up and I didn't even know how to turn the decks on. I mean, <laughs> there were plugs all over the gaff and I went, look, I haven't got a... And so they had to come up and turn the decks on. Yeah. So I done my little set and I got the job. And I just went from there. Uh, I said to Carl, I'm all right on the mic. Um, and when, when I used to have a little drink and I used to get on the mic, but I was never an MC. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was never an MC. Like, you'd have MCs that are fucking lyrically gifted. Yeah. I was just someone who just jumped on the mic and spat this rhyme from the rap pack and the whole <laughs> city jumped on it. And then I was thinking, wow, I've got to fucking try and bend on it a bit. You know what I mean? And fucking yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then I just started doing the MCing. And it, it took off, it did, it, it, it was unbelievable the way it, it, it grew. Yeah. It was like one minute, we were just like Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, then the next minute we're in Magalove on a Tuesday, and then we're in, <laughs> in Scotland on it, and it, yeah. it, it was just, but then other DJs, there was like me, DJ, Liam, there was myself, 
Then you had Chris Henry come in, who's ultra beat. Mm. Then you had Rob Kane started working on a Sunday in there. Then Rob yeah. Kane come in. Then we had Alex Kay come in. So the, the fucking the level of DJ that comes through the pleasure rooms was just unbelievable. Mate. I love it. Like, it was all, like a breeding field. Yeah, 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 it was a breeding field for top DJs. You know yeah. what I mean? But it was years and years before, like, you know, you get all these like fucking bounce events now. The pleasure rooms was like. 15 years before them lad and it was, mm. they, they, they were doing back then what all these events are doing now Yeah, I mean the pleasure rooms put an event on now it's sold out within a matter of a week you did, was, it, was it the Olympias? yeah the, uh, the Olympia that, yeah. Yeah. it's a big venue to fill as well, well you like. can get with, with the, when all the rafters are all full it's like three and a half four thousand people in there it sells out in a week yeah. do you know what it's I mean and it's, it's, it? it's boss but like even with like is that nostalgia do you reckon or I think so, yeah, I think so, because when I put a Scouse House event on in Liverpool, it's hard to fill them, yeah. so it's got to be just Pleasure Rooms, it's got to be the Pleasure Rooms brand that sells it, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it is hard to do Scouse in Liverpool now. What, what's it like right now for, like, as today, are you getting away with playing new, like, vocally bounced bits in town, or what, 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 what is this? I, I don't fucking really... Um, I don't really deal with the bounce. If I'm DJing in town, it'll be an old school piano set, I'll do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. get really buckings for like Scouse events in town. There's, right. there's no no there's no Scouse events in town unless we put them on. Yeah. Or the pleasure rooms put them on, do you know what I mean? So if I do get booked for town, that's for like an old school set that I'll get booked for. I wouldn't get booked to fucking play a Scouse set in town unless it was my own event. I've found that in, in Liverpool as it is right as of today. The, the big thing like old school's massive here they're big on the nostalgia yeah, for the old school yeah, like yeah. Um, there's a couple of venues there's, there's, there's loads that's always well born. there's the reminisce bar that's yeah. a quite that's about the well the best not one known but you know you've got the reminisce festival yeah. that sells out every year it's fun it's a big fezzy as well and the um, house music as well seems to be bigger here as well it's house like, yeah I mean it's a very this city's very stylish isn't it so mm. they go with like everything new mm. so They've jumped on the house, they've jumped on the tech, they love the disco. You get like disco weekenders down on the air, Baltic market. Yeah. So there's like, it's just, it's just, you know, people love music in Liverpool. It's just, I think with the Scouse, it's got a bad name. I think yeah. it's got a bad name in Liverpool where people turn the nose up at it type thing. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I think it's the same everywhere, isn't it? It's it's like, we were, I was talking with Alan about it um, a couple episodes ago. It's, it's the turning up in sort of... Um, trackies to an event yeah. and it's like when you come to Liverpool the this is just an average night out by the way not events and stuff but on average night out you, you need to look like you won't get in some places no no I got fucking I got booted out of 54 when is it 54 it's called in town yeah yeah um, about 54 yeah uh, about about six months ago because I had fucking a little bit of white, like no, no fucking, you know, no Nike trainers or out like that. Yeah, yeah. But they were just like comfortable trainers. They didn't look chavvy or out like that. It wasn't like you didn't look like a fucking idiot. It was just I was wearing jeans, shirt, and whatnot. But I had like um, there was like a little white line on this on the thing. He says, "No sports trainers in here, pal," and I had to, I had to go. So like, you got in. I kicked you out. I yeah. Paying to get in. No, it was it was free entry. Oh, was yeah, yeah, free yeah, entry, yeah, free entry. Yeah. But they must, have, they must have seen it on the door at the time. It might, just when I've been standing by the bar, someone's yeah. come up to me and said it. But, like, it's good to have that... Yeah, I mean... Dress, dress like you're fucking even like, trying to impress. Even, you know like, I mean? some, some, some of them, like... like I, I remember Garland's 
they wouldn't let you in if you had a logo on your t-shirt, even if it was like a nice t-shirt, like, like back yeah. in the day, Ralph Lauren, Lacoste, or yeah. Hugo Bosch, they'd just go, you're not coming in, do you know what I mean? And I suppose it's different with Garland's, because it was more for the uh, the LGBT, weren't it, really, mm. Garland's. So, when they used to let, like, four girls into every one lad. I knew one of the doormen on there, and he said it was always four girls to every one lad that was in right. there. So, like, like, lads like us, we would, we'd just get turned away before we'd even try and get in there, do you know yeah. what I mean? But the music was brilliant in there as well. Mm. Do you know, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, yeah. Sort of back into back in your story, though. So, yeah. you, you, when you started going out, what was, what was the fucking, the way? So fucking hell, the when when I used to go out, yeah. used to wear like Ralph Lauren shirts and jeans yeah. and stuff. Yeah, um, I always dressed smart until I got to the pleasure rooms, and yeah. then when I, when I started DJing, it was just comfy for me all the way, just yeah. trackies every time. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but you know when I used to go out to town, like the old five one, I'd always be I'd have like a Lacoste jumper on, or mm. you know a nice pair of jeans and a yeah, nice yeah. pair of nice pair of shoes. But when, yeah, I mean, at, at the older I get, the comfortable, the, the more comfortable <laughs> I want to be. You I'm know the same, what I mean? Mate. I, I wear fucking shorts all year round. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I was going to say to you just then about what you were saying about get, getting your start in the pleasure rooms and that DJ and and you were talking about the getting on the mic and stuff like that. What was the the thing that finally they've just said? Oh yeah, get on the mic then, because you're a bit of a. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. Not, not, not trying to offend you or like that, but you're like a hype man, aren't you? You, you get, yeah, you bring. Well, you... I was never an MC, so yeah. that's the only thing I could have done was yeah. get the crowd going. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, over the years, I've learned the craft, mm. but you know, I'd rather not do it. Mm. I, I, just, I, I just, I love the, I love DJing. I, I mean, I'll take bookings for MC, um, but when I first started. I was awful, absolutely mm. woeful, and it was just that one lyric that took off, do you know what I mean? And yeah. people jumped all over that, because like, I was the first Scouse kid shouting things on the mic from the city, yeah. and as you said, Liverpool get behind someone, get behind. and that's what that people got behind me in Liverpool, and it just fucking... It I just know you did that, that lyric and stuff like that, that uh, the, the dance have you been out lately yeah. thing. Where, where was it, like, how did it blow up? Like, where, where was it? Was it recorded on a live night? Or what was the situation? You know what? Um, the, the first time I heard it, when I'd done it, I didn't think nothing of it. And then, like, I was living on the dock road when I got starting the pleasure rooms. Mm. And then I went back to my mates and speak, and they were all saying it to me. And I was yeah. thinking, fucking hell. And then the next minute, I'd have, like, people pulling up at the lights next to me saying to me, so it must have been <laughs> off a recording, do you know what I mean, off right. the radio. Yeah. But as soon as that Juice FM hit the radio, it just fucking took off. Right. Northwest, all over the place. And it was down to Juice FM by that little... So you just said it at the right time and yeah, it just yeah. sort of happened. Yeah, that's it, yeah. How quickly? But, I, but I, I, as I said, I was a DJ and, right. like... I was a bit wild back in the day, so I used to do my DJ set and have a few brandies, and then after a few brandies, that was it, then I wanted to get on the mic, grab a <laughs> bow the mic, but it was like, I weren't thinking about like doing it for like, everyone to listen to and say, yeah, he's fucking boss him, it was more like for me just to have a buzz and have a laugh, do you know what I mean, and then yeah. they started bringing like MCs in, now JFMC was always in there on a Saturday, mm. but then like they started bringing like the likes of MC Ben in, yeah. and then there was Bubbler, and then little MC Finch used to come in and every now and again, and I used to think, fucking hell, these must look at me as if I'm a proper joke, but <laughs> I weren't an MC, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, but yeah. it was what it was, the crowd, the, the, the city loved 
loved it. And yeah. Um, yeah, I've learned I've learned me crap. I know how to MC now properly. I know how to do it. I've got lyrics and all that. But that's only because over the years people have said, nah, he's shiting, he's shit. And mm. then I think, well, am I, I yeah, I can prove I can prove to you that I'm not shit, you know what I mean? Do you but, find that 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 rhyme sort of like you can't shake it off? Oh, I'll never be able to shake it off. Never. No, but you know what I mean. So, if you come up with a brand new rhyme that was, I've got, shit I've all got over lyrics it. well, well better than yeah. that. Ten it's times as good as the meat, but people don't want it. You know, <laughs> it, 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 I've, I've yeah. got, I've got lyrics. I've got loads of lyrics now that piss all over. That that lyric is one of the shortest lyrics you'll ever hear. Yeah, and it's why people loved it. I think it was at the time because it was, and, and uh, as I say, like. A bit like Jamie Webster, the city got behind him. They yeah. were just like blown away that there was this like little white kid on the mic rapping. Yeah. And they were like, wow, that was boss. And he sounded like, then, they can relate to it because it sounded yeah, like, oh, and, he sounds like me, that's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like that, that you know, everyone started wanting, sorry, everyone mm. started to want to be an MC then, thinking, can I live that? If he can do it, I can do it, you know <laughs> what I mean? And then they were doing it properly, but I was just saying the same old stuff because yeah. I weren't an MC. And like yeah, um, yeah. So you still DJ and stuff at the, at the I, same time, and like right yeah, through, yeah, yeah. I used to do my little MC DJ sets in there, and I think I'm, I was the only one who could do it. To be honest, I, I mean, the more likely DJs and, and like MCs now that have learned how to DJ, and they could more than likely do it. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's not as easy as what people think an MC DJ set. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I do them in the pleasure rooms on the reunions. I'll do an MC DJ set. I actually like doing them to be honest. Because I haven't got, got another fucking MC working with me. Mm. And I'd rather just do my own set. Some some MCs, not really... I don't really... I don't want to sound nasty saying this. I don't really like MCs. Yeah. You know and you I mean? know when to do it as well. For every your good, tunes. Yeah, I yeah. think for every good one MC you've got, there's ten there that haven't got a clue. Yeah. And, you know, especially when there's like eight of them on stage and it's like eight mile. <laughs> Sounds horrible. I can't stand it. It's sounding bad. <laughs> no, no, it's sound. It's sound. No, but it's your opinion. But then you've got you've got MCs that just blow me away. Oh like, no, absolutely. I, I, yeah. I grew up listening to like uh, when I got my first set of decks. I was DJing jungle music, so I was listening to like Mickey Finn, Carl Cox, Groove mm. Rider, DJ Ratty, and I was listening to like MC Bassman, um, MC Majika, and then my fucking favourite out of a lot of them was MC Robbie D. Yeah. So I I grew up listening to MCs, and um, I just think now the way it's progressed, they're just lyrically most of the MCs are lyrically gifted now that are performing on stage yeah. but I just think it's more about the MCs now where it should be about the music yeah. and not about fucking all sorts of big crazy long me and Alan talked about it as well on the, on the episode like sometimes you've got to realise that the, um, let the music yeah, the, they're there for the music yeah. uh, nothing against the MCs at all because I, I, I do enjoy a good MC because you can enhance the party. Yeah, yeah. But it's about... They're there to, to either sing along to the music, get their hands in the air at the, at the right time and stuff like that. Well, and then if there's someone chatting over it and it's quite distracting... Well, that's what... When I was in the pleasure rooms and I, I used to get on the mic, it was only to crowd hype. Mm. I didn't ever think that there'd be fucking recordings getting done and then fucking going on to radio station and mm. all that. I just used to used to want to get the crowd to that extra level and just give them a few shouts and get the yeah. crowd going, do you know what I mean? You just want so, to compliment it, don't you? That's it, yeah. 
So yeah, so you sort of DJing and that. What what year was this roughly? So I can get an idea of when, when you started. started DJing at well, in the pleasure rooms. In the pleasure rooms was two thousand, late two thousand, August September. I started in the pleasure rooms. Right. And then I was there till what two thousand and I think I done eight to nine years there. Right. And then my baby's come into the world then and yeah. I just just legged it all I just fucking I a walked, lot of people do yeah, yeah I walked away um, when our little Isabel was born I didn't want that party lifestyle around me babies yeah and I just thought there's not a chance I'm going to town Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday then make a love on a Tuesday mm. and being straight do you know what I mean and not being on a bendy one so I just decided to walk away and I walked away um and I got on the um, Reminisce Festival 2017 and I remember doing it and I was on the um, Rob Kane set at 9 o'clock mm -hmm. and MC Ben introduced me and there must have been about fucking 13, 14,000 in the tent and the tent went off at Ted and I just thought, wow, it blew me away and then when I got on the mic, I, f I fell back in love with it, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. for them years in between, I was like... I, I didn't really listen to music. I was more. Were you not active at all? Nah, never done nothing. Never done nothing, nothing at all. Just nothing. Get, people used to phone me and go, nah. I think I done one, one booking in Wigan for um, for MC Ben, and there was me Ben Bubbler and MC Finchie on it. And I can remember Finchie coming in and saying, "What, well, hello, Paul?" And I went, "Hello, I haven't seen you for years." You know yeah. what I mean? And 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 that was just a one-off. Just I went to Wigan, done an hour, and I come home. Um, 2017 Reminisce is where I thought, wow, and it, it, it like sent singles up my spine, and I just thought I've got to get back into this now. So can I just go back a little bit? That's all right. Of course. Um, how how did this come along? Like like what made you go? I'll do it. Like like right. obviously you've been asked in between all this time. Yeah, me missus, me right. missus, uh, Heidi, she said. Get on the reminisce, everyone, you know, all my mates are saying, why aren't you on it and that? Mm. So I was like, that, that was like 2015, I was like, nah, I don't want to do it. And then she said, look, you'll have a chance to get on it, you know, ask Ben. So mm. 16, I asked Ben, he said, look, the line-up's done, but I'll put you on next year. So I went, okay. And he, um, I used to just fucking, I, I was working for me half fella when I walked away from the DJ and so I was just working the taxis, you know what mm. I mean? I'd have people getting in my cab saying, Paul, what are you doing? How come you? And I, I'm just, I was just say, look, I'm in a different part of my life now. You know, mm. that's all that's all gone and that. And then when my missus started getting it in, into my head, get on it, get on it. <laughs> then I started, that, that was the little devil on me. She was yeah. like the little devil on my shoulder saying, you need to do this, do this. So I, I got in touch with Ben and Ben got me on. And then when he... He introduced me and Rob Kane, and it just went wild. And I just thought, wow! And, and I thought maybe I could make make something out of this myself, right yeah. now. Because when I used to go to the events, I used to just get blitzed. Now we're now I'm older, and I don't do that no more. I can make a little bit of dough out of it, and that's yeah. where it all started coming from. So I've done a couple of reminisce. I've done the reminisce festival. Started taking bookings off people knowing that I've done the reminisce. Started doing a few bookings, and then I'm spinning loads of tickets, and I'm thinking. Rather than spin other people's tickets, I may as well put my own events on and yeah. spin my own tickets, you know what I mean? And that's what Ruta went down. And then I've done a couple of events. I've done one in Pure in Wigan right. in, um, in December 2017. 
And we've got about four or five hundred in there. I've done it with Mark Petch. You know Mark Petch? Um, I know he, of him. He, he, holds, he, he, he runs the baseline bounce. So i done like a, a baseline bounce for his Dance to Being Out Lately down yeah. there. And it was Bosch. Was that and, the first Dance to Being Out Lately event that? Was that like, when when did that come into the, the, the situation? Right, so I've done an event for Mark, the baseline bounce one. And I'm on stage with him. Mm. And it, I had the JFMC there. My brother was there. And there's another lad, he's a good lad, Jay Apter, he was there. Mm. And they were going, lad, we need to do our own events. And I was like, I'm up for doing it with you. And he said, let's call it Dance if you've been out lately. And I'm like, nah, don't want to call it that. And he's going, <laughs> lad, let's just, it'll, it'll be boss, just call it that. So I went, all right then. So we'd done our first one in Pure, mm. and it was good. So I thought, maybe I'd done a couple in Liverpool. And they were all right. I don't know. I mean, I don't like. I don't know. Dance if you've been out lately. There's the main event, which is Davy T's, which is a big old school event mm. back in the day, and that was lively. And then I just fucking after that, I just had a had a little bit of stuff. just fell in. Nearly fell over, eh? <laughs> fucking, that'd have been a good outtake, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then after that, like I, um, I had a couple of years off, and then I've just started. It was the COVID when when COVID I'd lost my little sister in September two thousand nineteen and then COVID kicked in, so I was just fucking just 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 like fucking in the house you know with the babies yeah. enjoying life and fucking you know grieving over me over my little sister and my missus said what do you want for your baby and I seen like people doing lives on the Facebook so I said yeah I'll get me a set of decks <laughs> so she she got me a set of decks and then from there I was fucking. I was taking bookings for garden parties in COVID and I was fucking all I've over seen the this, gaff, right. all over the And when I say, I was like, yeah, I Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I'm fucking everywhere from fucking Eswall to Crocky. I was going back to the houses this, in the same week doing them and I was getting paid good dough to do it. Like. Honestly, it was insane. I seen it on Facebook and it was like, Paula Witch live doing a thing and it's a full setup in someone's back garden. I'm thinking, what the f is yeah. going on here? But it looked like it looked lively. Look, you know lad, I, mean? I had people in Edinburgh come down and do me party. I'll pay you <laughs> fucking two nicker and then I was going, go ahead, Sam. Yeah, the van, I'll be there. You know, and I was willing to go anyway. But at ah. the same time, it's promoting myself as a DJ because for all them years, people thought I was an MC. Yeah. Even though I DJ'd in the pleasure rooms, they just thought I was an MC. So I just thought, this is my chance now to start banging lives on and let under un let people understand that I am actually a fucking good DJ and I know what I'm doing type thing. Do you exactly, know what I mean? Yeah. And oh yeah it's sort of work like a blessing in disguise really for you isn't it i know yeah. thing uh just going to touch on it i know it's sensitive subject and stuff but do you find with like grief of losing somebody that, that it makes you think like for, for me i've lost people in the past and i think i just want to do something and, it, and it's like i want to enjoy it while i'm here yeah like, yeah yeah well even like my little sister, I loved the bones of her. She was like fucking total opposite end of the scale to me and my brother. Me and my brother were wild. Where my little sister was on the ball. She had a fucking she was a bank manager. Had all her own house bought and everything. And um, it hurt me because she she got told our little Michelle got told she could never have babies. So yeah. my dad paid for the IVF four or six times, and she got twin girls off it. Yeah. So she had everything that she wanted in life, and then the cancer kicked in. Yeah. So she had ovarian cancer. The 2017, she had the hysterectomy, and then 
2019 and come back and the doctor said, look, you can live with it for 10 years. Yeah. So she told me a week after my birthday in April that I'd come back. And then the week later, my mum got diagnosed with Alzheimer's, oh, early God. Alzheimer's, saying she could live with that for 20 years. Yeah. And then it was the September, I think it was the 7th of September, I'd done the Re Reminisce Festival. And the Saturday after that, little Michelle passed away. Yeah. And then I just constant because I've got two daughters. I just worked, 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 worked right the way up till Christmas. Um, just and then fucking after Christmas, took two weeks off and just stayed in bed. And me missus say, just you know, you're grieving and that. And then fucking the March, the thing go kicked in then. Mm. The year the COVID. So I was I was in um, just in the house, but I I enjoyed the house because I was with my babies. Yeah, you know that's what the I thing, mean? isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. You happy place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But mm. then I'm, I'd, I'd be worried about my dad because mm. you know he's lost his daughter, baby girl, mm. and he's having to deal with my mum now. The COVID messed my mum up. Where mm. she she's my mum my mum's bed bed bound now. Mm. Where they said it was early Alzheimer's in the last stages now, just off that couple of years where she should have really been here for another twenty years. Yeah. She's been in Chester Hospital for two and a half months now. She's coming out next week, but she's gonna be in bed with care, palliative care around her twenty four seven. So it's me dad that I feel for. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm grieving for me dad as well as much. You know, I've got my little sister, but I'm hurting for me dad. It's it's it's. Do you find this as as a, as a as a release though? So you you without when you, a shadow of a doubt. Like, I, I just, just like I didn't know any of this before we even started the yeah, podcast. Yeah. So when I see we went after um, Alan's podcast last week, you you'd went in and you were like uh, went into that DJ booth, didn't we? And you were showing us tunes, yeah. and you just like buzzing to be. To, oh, do you know what it. I mean? Like music's my life. Honest to God, it is. It and takes I'm, it away, I'm though, no vouch for you. Yeah. There's not. I I phone Alan. Well, fifteen times a day with the McGrath <laughs> forum. What do you reckon of this idea? And he goes, lad, slow down. I'm still doing the one that done yeah, the last yeah, week yeah, and yeah. that. But it's just you know, I've just got that many ideas. Mm. Ideally, I, I need to learn how to do it myself. But yeah. with what's going on in my life, I mean, my missus is having our problems at the moment. Mm. My mum's in hospital in Chester, so it's getting to Chester, coming home, looking after the kids. So at the moment, there's not a chance for me to do it. But hopefully next year, I'm gonna start trying getting a few hours a week with Alan, so we can show me the basics and I can yeah. learn on doing it rather than bend his ear every night saying, "Do yeah. this one, do that one." He may be able to put me in a way where I can try it myself and learn how to do it myself. Do you know what I mean? I find it um, like, especially as you say, like going through stuff. It's like quite therapeutic to sit there and just fucking whack you, you whatever fucking you use, um, Cubase or fucking FL Studio, or whatever. And you sit there and you just you're being creative, and it sort of doesn't take you away from reality, but like it just give, it gives you that like fucking breathing space. Yeah, you know what I mean? with me, I just I, I'm, I'm like. I, I love scrolling through music and finding new tunes. So yeah. I, I could just go, I could go on every on top hundred, every top two hundred, download <clears> them <throat> and listen to every song. And I could be on there for like ten hours listening to the music, yeah. and that ten hours just seems like five minutes to me. And then you've got fucking five hundred new ideas off listening to the exactly back of it, and then you're that, straight on to Alan. Yeah, right on the blower to yeah. him. I have Alan up the wall, don't I, big man? <laughs> But, you know, it's good for him as well because he's getting fresh ideas that he, you know, Alan's yeah. done like fucking 800, 900 tunes now, so his ideas must be running low. So yeah. someone like me who's got a load coming through my brain every day, for yeah. me to phone him, 
if if I give him ten ideas and one pulls off, good on him. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. But uh so since you've since you've come back into it and stuff, what's the situation like with it sort of going forward? So like are you are you because you were saying to me about doing the house or Yeah, doing to a bit be of... honest, I don't think I'm ever gonna get booked by a fucking anyone else to do house music because yeah. I'm just stuck to the pleasure rooms with Paul O. H. You know, <laughs> it, it is what it is. So I'll just put my own events on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll just put my own events on. People come to my events, people my events do all right. They're, yeah. they're cool. I've got a little following, whether it's old school, scouse mm. or house People will come to my events, you know yeah. what I mean? They'll come. And uh, our events are good. Alan will vouch for them. They're yeah. just they're run 100%. Never no nastiness, never no arguments, no trouble. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I think people are scared to be, make trouble with me partner, Gary Bates, being there because he's an absolute lunatic. And he'll just fucking weigh them in, wouldn't he? <laughs> simple. But he's a good lad. And, you know, Gary's, you know, my the events I put on, for like me and me mates, like people who don't get bookings, who yeah. are now a fucking top top DJs. Like Alan doesn't get really booked around here. Mm. He's one of the fucking best DJs in Liverpool. Me ban on, yeah. and he doesn't get no bookings. And I think, what the fuck's up with people? So I'll put Alan on every one of my events. I'll put Davey B on my events because he's another top lad who's a good DJ. Yeah. And then I've got me brother. He, he loves DJ. Just people who love DJ music, mm. and you know who are good DJs. And do you find it, it say works? like the, if say the pleasure rooms was open now or somewhere like I don't know like the O Five One places where this music was big back That's in the just day. Nostalgia, though, isn't it? Yeah. As you said. But if something like that was in town now, where it was uh, specifically uh, a scouse venue, it wouldn't do work. you think? Not that it wouldn't work, but do you think that people like who you've rammed off there, like Alan and that, do you think they'd be getting the regular bookings and stuff in town? I don't town? think so, because there's clicks in Liverpool, so these people who've got the bar have got their own clicks. Yeah. You know, like, you know, you've got, you've got like, the Bar 54 crew, they've got their own little click. Mm. You've got, like, the 051 crew, they've got their own little click. Everyone's in clicks. Mm. And uh, for, unfortunately for me and Alan, we're just on the outskirts of them clicks. Yeah. We, we, you know, there's always going to be someone else they'd rather put on than me or Alan. Our face don't fit. Yeah. So we'll just do our own events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do it works, like that. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's simple as. But if, 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 let's just say, somebody like Ultra B came along tomorrow and did the next Pretty Green Eyes and fucking it was big in Liverpool again, you could you would be the go-to people. It's because the, the style of music's not exactly big in the, the city anymore but like for instance let's say fucking i don't know fucking somebody who done done did this big tune and they're like right we're coming to liverpool we need we need locals straight away any anyone who knows our style of music is going to go dance if you've been out lately he needs to be on the lineup because he's a local yeah. guy yeah. so could it not be just the style of music yeah i just think it's the music music moves on so quick mm. in liverpool like it is. you know after the scouse it was the funky house after the funky house people got into all like the tech yeah. now i know a lot of people now in liverpool are listening to techno peak what's 138 to 140 beats a minute yeah this is not much faster than what the pleasure rooms was back in the day do you know what i mean yeah. it's just that style of music's finished with in liverpool move on they just grab a style jump all over it like locusts, suck mm. the living daylight out of it, throw it away and move on to the next. That's just the way it's always been. They're always forward thinking though as well. Is If you think about it... We're a trend Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, it's not just music, it's, it's sort of everything as yeah. well, yeah. You see a lot of things that are like... 
like the early early scout stuff, like what you I don't know what you call it, if you call it scout stuff, like the earlier sort of trance stuff and that like sort of late nineties yeah, yeah. and stuff. This this was being played here. Like I've had people on before. I used to um, lad Simon Kennedy from up my way. He used to come down to to Cream, uh, sort of late nineties and stuff. And he'd, he'd be the first place he'd hear like Oakenfold play the, this brand new fucking new sound he didn't know it was trance at the time but yeah, like yeah. this brand new new sound where he's like i need more of this well, and he was like, coming to liverpool liverpool was his connection to the fresh new music yeah well even like the likes of like trinity x forever mm. that was like a trance song originally mm. do you know what i mean like um, there's a few that i could it's just my brain's not working there's a <laughs> yeah. few songs yeah that, that i could think of and say well they were getting played in the cream yeah. Before they got played in the old five one, yeah. so I think a bit, bit a load of the music that was getting played in the old five one was because people have listened to it in the cream and thought I want that tune, yeah. and then they jump onto it and then they put like a different bass line behind it. So a lot of it's got to do with like that. The the the, the, the trance was big. I mm. I like a little bit of trance myself, even yeah, to this day now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Old school trance is fucking boss. Fantastic. Yeah. Need to incorporate it more into the bounce stuff nowadays, rather than it being. Well, fucking... it does. It, it goes well with the with the bass lines. No, I mean the fucking that forever. That Trinity X. That that was an, that the original. That was was a, was a trance tune. Yeah. And it doesn't. What when Alex K put his spin on that. It just sounded fucking absolutely heavy with that donkey. <laughs> yeah, it, you know what I mean? exactly. Um, but as I say, as trendsetters are as Liverpool, like if I was to if I was to be a follower of what's big, for instance, say like I'm just a DJ who's trying to be the next big thing, I'd be coming to Liverpool, go to the go around the town, see what events are on, see what's on, and you can guarantee between sort of they're always like that a few months ahead. Do you know what I mean of what yeah, what's going yeah, on? Yeah. So if you eat, you go out and you think what's the next big thing going to be, I'm going to go and produce a tune that's just like this. Go out in Liverpool and ninety percent of the time you're gonna you're gonna hear uh, like what is the next big thing. So you could yeah. you could be ahead of the game as such. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I, I also think now all the DJs from Liverpool are just downloading their music off download sites that people from out of town can use. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I yeah. don't think they really got the jump now. You know. It's got the likes of Beatport and is it Sax Source and mm. stuff like that where any DJ in the world can go and jump on that and get that style of music. Yeah, oh no, I was thinking more along the genres type thing. So when I first started hearing the tech stuff, it was big in Liverpool before it was big. Yeah, so yeah. So for in that, I'm shooting that as an example. Um, same goes for disco. Yeah. A lot of people started playing disco around here and then the next minute, the the, the, the cool DJs in my area, they're all knocking the disco out yeah. and it's like... The, the, the art is still a bit ahead of the curve with what's yeah. cool and what's not sort of you must thing, have a good ear for music then mustn't me that's what it is <laughs> that's what, it, what is, is. it is it is so, so sort of into your story again we sort of went off on one there but like do you find that you're running these events now these these dance have you been out lately and stuff like that are you getting the thought like See the people who's like during COVID, you go to their house party, like doing the house parties and yeah. that. Are they are they following you? Yeah, like, yeah, do you know what I mean? I, it's like, yeah. See, th to be honest, this, these these two dance have you been out lately events that we put on in ten days because we're fucking out of our minds. These are the first two dance have you been out lately events I've done in like four years. Yeah. So the, the, I I just said to Alan, rather than have his name on the events, you dance have you been out lately? People will jump all over in, in Liverpool. Mm. So he went sound, so we jumped on that, and then I thought, well, if he's putting one on, I want to put one on, so I put mine on Boxing Night, you know what I mean? <laughs> but 
that that's the first time I've used that dance. Have you been out lately, Brand? We, we, mm. When I've been doing my events of recent, they've just been like the Hotel Anfield Summer Festival, the Hotel, the Hotel Anfield's New Year's Eve. I've yeah. used the Hotel Anfield. I've, I haven't done a Scouse event in about four years until fucking this one that we're doing in town. All my events have been old school. Yeah. And like I'll have Alan on and Davey B playing a bit of Scouse at the end. Yeah. But my events that I do have been old school. And then for some reason, I just decided to put one on Boxing Night 10 nights after him because <laughs> I got the bars that the people said, do you want to put something on in here? So I thought, sound, I'll do a Scouse event in here because, you know, it was just, I don't, I don't know even know why I thought of it to be honest. That'd be crazy, <laughs> but I'm done. I've done it. And yeah. They are. They're both working. They'll both be. They'll both be busy. Yeah. And then I've got the New Year's Eve one in the Factory Project, which is a total house, out like total different style of music, which is gonna be like ranging from like early G bar music at the beginning mm. to like all brand new house music right the way through the night, and then a little bit of tech house at the end. Yeah. So, yeah, but um, as for Scouse events, I don't do Scouse events. M- my events are old school, always have been old school. Do you not think it's mental? Like, uh, I was meant to mention this when I done Alan's episode. Do you think it's mental that you can you can run reminisce, right, and have a, a clubland tent or whatever there? So it's yeah. essentially like Scouse music, right? And you can you can fill that up. Everyone's absolutely loving it. Like you see the videos, there's thousands yeah, of people yeah, going up yeah, to yeah. it. But then you put it on in the town one month of the year, and it's like that. That's Liverpool for you. And let me tell you another thing about Liverpool. So you'll go to the bar fifty fours. Yeah. You'll go to the club mansions. But when you go home and party. They'd be listening to the fucking pleasure rooms in the back kitchen, but <laughs> shadow of a doubt, or they'd be listening to a bounce mix in the back kitchen. Yeah. But just to go out, they've got to look prim and proper and do all this housey stuff because that's the trend, mate. <laughs> but as soon as they're all back in the fucking kitchen, they'll yeah. be bouncing around to bounce music and scouse music without a shadow of a doubt. Stick some Paula H on. Not, not so much that, not so much that, but they will yeah, be no, listening to the, you know that style of music. Yeah, yeah. Which I just is. think I, I I was speaking to Alan the other week and I said it's crazy lad because you know you go out to town you, you you won't you won't interact with the music but then when they're coming home the fucking having it at the in the in the house and i think surely if they're listening to it in the house they should want to go to town and listen to it you know and see what it's like and it's just that's... weird lad it's just but that's liverpool as a city it's a trend-setting city <laughs> yeah. so the scousers what un- unfortunately it's 20 years old yeah it's old school in itself it is, it is, a lot of things is, like now it becomes old school. Um, you, you sort of, when you were saying about um, getting into the DJ and that before, you, you touched on a thing I wanted to ask about. Um, what was the, the crack with the, the Magaluf thing? Because I know Pleasure Rooms went out to Magaluf. So yeah. how, how did it work for you? You were working in the club, but at the same time... Yeah, but we used, to, we used to fly out to Magaluf on a Tuesday. I think it was a Tuesday. So how did all this come about? Were, were you just so my brother was in Magaluf and he heard someone doing dance. Have you been out lately in the club? <laughs> so he said he come back to me and said something. She was doing that lyric in the club. You know why don't you go over there? So I just thought. So I I, I had a word with Carl, the owner of the pleasure rooms, hmm. and the next minute we're on flights going over. We've got this club Bora Bora, but we got there and it fell through. So, someone said something I'm not going to mention no names mm. someone bad mouthers who was like close close in with us and like the event space got stopped 
So Carl went, what are we going to do? So I said, well, look, lad, I'm not leaving this island until I get a club now. If they're fucking doing that lyric, I want to be doing it over here. <laughs> so we walked around every fucking bar. And there was just this little one right at the top on its own called Poco Loco. So I walked in and there's only a little scouser behind the bar and he went, what's happening, Paul? And I went, hello, lad, how are you? Little Tony Gray. Um, and he went, what's up? I said, I'm looking for somewhere to put an event on the end. Yeah, wait there. And the bar was, it was, it, it weren't like a fucking good bar. It was yeah, a yeah, scruffy yeah. little ass, some little fucking ass scruffy bar. But it's your foot in the door. So we went, yeah, I'll go and get the manager. So the manager come up and I went, lad, let's put an event on in here. And he went, okay, cool. Because his bar was failing. It was always empty. Mm. So the first Tuesday we went there. There was a fucking queue down the streets, right down the strip to get in this bar. <laughs> right. And then like boomerangs and bananas were like the the the, the, the gaffs of be. So they're, they're looking up and they're seeing this fucking queue up to Poco Loco. And they're thinking, what's going on in there? So they must have had a little nosy. And then they've come in and they've said to Carl, look, we want to put you in this bar. Yeah. But we work Poco Loco for about three months. I said to Carl, no, they wouldn't fucking entertain us, lad. Just let's stay here, it's sound. But then it grew too big for Poco Loco. It was about 200 capacity, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like fucking, it was rammed to the rafters and then there was a fucking big queue down the road sign waiting to get in. So we moved it and we went to, I think it was either Boomerang, I think we moved it to. Was it Boomerang? Who, who, who went out then the first time when you, when you went out? and you? So there was me, Carl, Liam, and... Who else? Someone else come. MC Bennett might have been. Yeah. So the four of us. What the fuck was that? <laughs> like a bit of water. Yeah. Buffy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So fucking um, we just went out and like Carl was like, yeah, we've got this big outdoor open thing, bora bora, and we went there and the fellow went, I'm not entertaining you, you're out of your minds, and then Carl was half devastated, going, oh, what the fuck, let's just go home, and I went, lad, I'm not leaving until we get somewhere, yeah. now that we're here, lad, we flew, let's <laughs> get somewhere, yeah. and just so happened, the last bar, there was a little scallywag from fucking Tubrook or Canny Farm in there who knew me when I walked in. It was like it was meant to happen. Little Tony Gray, and he's still me mate to this day. Little Tony, he's a fucking good lad. Do you not think though, wherever you go in the world, this is and it's God's own truth. There's a scouter yeah, somewhere, yeah. and it's like and and you might not you might go in and go, all right, man. Oh, you're from the and then you get talking, and it's like fucking. Your sister knows him, or your fucking cousin knows him. It's like <laughs> yeah. they, somehow you well, all know each other. And it's well, weird. It's only a small city, and it is at the same yeah. time Liverpool. So everyone yeah. knows everyone's business anyway. But like, my 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 missus auntie phoned phoned me missus and said she's in Marrakesh and she said I'm listening to your Paul round the pool in Marrakesh. <laughs> Someone's got your Paul on round the pool in Marrakesh, and I went, where the fuck's Marrakesh? Don't even know where it is. <laughs> and then like I've had like meeting when 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 the pleasure rooms were big back in the day, he'd phone me on FaceTime and go, Paul. Yeah, look, say hello to this person. I'd be like, who is it? And he said, just someone who didn't believe that you were my mate and just go bump button them. <laughs> fucking leg at your divvy. I'm fucking working me on that day all on holidays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, uh, I'll just tell them that you'd be mate. And then I was like, fucking do you want? I went to school with you about 15 years ago. I'll tell you something, though. I went to fucking, you said about Marrakesh there. I've never told this like on the podcast because anyone else wouldn't tell it because it's too embarrassing. But I don't, I don't care, <laughs> mate. Like, I went out there and fucking oh man like it was 
It was good. Good holiday. I just want to put that out there. It's fucking. I'd go there again on holiday. Yeah. But I got there and it's like uh, it, it's it's right next to the Sahara Desert and all that. It's like really fucking hot. So it's far away. Ah, uh, it's far away. Like um, so we're there and like I got fucking sunburned on our, our um whatnot on the first day. Right. Bear in mind. I just want to fucking put it underline this before I tell the story. This is a four star hotel we're in, so it's not like as if we'd went somewhere like. Like, it's not the best in the world, but it's not certainly not the worst. <laughs> not a B&B. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, so like we're all-inclusive and, and stuff like that, and fucking having a good time and whatnot. And about the third day in, I was fucking badly, like, like, I'm not joking, fucking awful. Stomach cramps were killing us and everything. And uh, it turns out that we went, like, the beginning of Ramadan, right? Oh. Right, and... Um, I was at the bar like one night, and what had happened was, uh, well, one day, sorry, during the day, I was, and it's like, Joe, like, well, you've got a bar next to the 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 pool. It's like actually like in the pool, so you yeah, can see you guys. Yeah, you got these stools in the water. I was standing next to this woman, and she's like, she's going, um, where are they at? Like, where's the service? There was no one around. Usually, like, oh, our lifeguard and that on the side. So I fucking look and walking around. And uh, I walk around the side of like the hotel where you don't, you wouldn't usually go off, but I just where's everyone at? I went and they were fucking, they were sacrificing a, a, a goat or a lamb or something like that, as part of the Ramadan thing, which they do it. Yeah, if they want to do it, they can do it. Yeah, so whatever. And that's what had happened. But apparently, the fucking when I got ill, loads of other people in the hotel got ill as well. Um, and apparently it, it was the food it was something to do with uh, contaminated um, raw meat got into like the pasta or something like that that's where it came out of, of in the end anyways um, because we got fucking a full refund on the whole, like because we were going to like thing anyways I was fucking badly <laughs> right I'm going to say this because it's embarrassing you didn't shit yourself in the pool did you <laughs> nah nah but hey yeah, I, I fucking shit myself three times though <laughs> hey Right, so we're in I the hotel. I thought you were going to say bent over the bar and just drop <laughs> one in the pool. <laughs> nah, nah, what had happened was, this is, this is what, uh, we were there, and I was in, I couldn't leave the room, I was like, because every time I got to leave the room, but like, my fucking, I was either going to be sick, or like, need a shit straight away, and I was like, oh my god, and she's going, you've got this bad, like, um, and as I said, like, we were on to the fucking, it was, it was bad. But anyways, so when it, when it, 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 it gets from bad to worse, by the way, like, uh, like at this point, fucking, I'd, I'd fucking shit myself twice at this point, right? Like, I'm not joking, full on shit myself. Um, Why is this getting said on my podcast? <laughs> you mentioned Marrakesh and it's like, like uh, I've, I've got millions of stories in, but fucking... I'll tell you something. Um, Go on, carry on. I'm only wired. No. So, uh, well, on the, on the last day, right, I was like, oh my God, I've got to travel. And I was still got food poisoning at this point. Like, I, it was fucking, it was bad. Like, like, I was getting to the point I was dead nauseous and, like, fucking didn't know where I was and all that. It was fucking heavy. And anyways, we're at the, the airport and I was fucking, we were sitting at the terminal, <laughs> went to go and I was running back, running to the toilet every fucking, like, two minutes. And uh, you could see other people were doing it as well. Like, like faces I recognised from the hotel so there was obviously something sketchy going on and then um, next minute it fucking cancelled cancelled flight fucking uh, storms and that you could see the storms in the room we knew it was going to get cancelled so they put us up in this uh, they, they had to match you to the hotel you were in so you had to be four star or above and the, there was no hotels available for, for X amount of people I think like 200 people on the flight so they put us in, um, it has to be that or above, so it was, they put us in a five-star hotel, and I'm not joking, it was fucking, it was smart, like, proper, proper, like, 
this, the, the, they had like each person had a, a person waiting on them and like taking them up and like oh. fucking uh, bottle of champagne on the bed when we went in and that. I mean, you say nice, but it's fucking it doesn't end well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so fucking whatever. We we got food and I couldn't really leave the room that night. And then it was like I fu- the aircon must have knocked off during the night or something like that. I woke up and I'm like, uh, like bear in mind this is a big fucking fancy bed for like. Four post bed with all the fucking fancy, all the and everything like proper creme de la creme stuff. And uh, I, I've woke up and I've said that fucking air con. I'm fucking sweating here, like and, and honestly, like, I could feel it. And she's like, "Oh, go knock it back on." I turn around, I thought, "I'm fucking, I'm wet here." <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought, I'm either sweated like fuck or I've shit the bed, right? <laughs> and I'm fucking eight hey, and I shit the bed. And I'm not joking. It was eight. Hey, hey, I went and I said to her, I said to my missus, I said, oh, I'll shit the bed. And she like, she, she was, she was asleep at this point, like completely flat out. But I've never seen somebody wake up as quick. She jumped out the bed, kicking right off. Oh, and like, I've got no shame in sense to fuck nah, this man. Nah. It's like, it's what I've I've got a story to tell you about an airport, but it's not coming on camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's not recording outside. I don't care. It's, 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 it happened. Can I have that for my question? <laughs> <laughs> I've just got to get no comments. But yeah, um, and honestly, like, fucking, uh, I jumped up and like, I had to, I, me and her had to fucking scrub it down because it was all white sheets and that. And I was fucking. Egyptian bad, cotton. Yeah, I'm not joking. It was it was heavy, like. But yeah, that's my story about Marrakesh. You just talk about Marrakesh. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. For the boss story. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. You're gonna have to share. You're gonna have to share it now. Uh, fucking, I've embarrassed myself. Oh no, no, no. Go. That's uh, not gonna tell. Not on my down or I do. If it's alright, we'll just move on to the questions. Go on. I'm yeah, not no even problem, sure where it's... I put me. Me phone. I've got a question. Go on then. What happened on this holiday? <laughs> you know, it, it was just in the airport. Oh, no comments. No, it's all right. I'm not even going to. I'm not even telling you about it now. It's disgusting, but it was hilarious. <laughs> Tell no, us off no, camera. No, no, I will do. Yeah, make sure I'm going to pl- unplug it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's not wrong with embarrassing yourself. It's happened in the past. Uh, uh, I've uh, shit myself since. Uh, Rob sat on this uh, podcast when I watched him. He shit himself four times. <laughs> I think he shit himself while he was on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not unusual. Yeah. Uh, I have shit myself before, since. I have, yeah, but that's <laughs> not <laughs> For different reasons. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sorry, I shouldn't have spoken that. No, it's alright, it's alright. It's just natural, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> questions is. Hi Brad, uh, you've talked about the Greg's Festive Bake, which are bang average by the way. The big question is, do you prefer a festive baguette with all the trimmings or a Yorkshire pudding wrap? You're smashing these podcasts, Edding, with some top level guests and just want to show the appreciation for the dedication to the weekly podcast. Top man, top po- top podcast and top DJ. Love your sexy mate, Jamie. So that's from a pal of mine, Jamie. Yeah. Um, we always end up talking about food on this podcast. Because, I love food. Uh, yeah, a big food, yeah. Oh, I love me food, lad, anything. So, so it's obviously festive season with Christmas and that. I just yeah. thought, kind of, what, what, what's your, what's your, your take mm-hmm. on that? Yorkshire pudding wrap or a big festive baguette? It's got to be a big festive baguette with fucking pigs and blankets on it as well yeah, as the turkey, lad, on it. Do you have the fucking cranberry in that as well? I'd just have everything. Just... 
I'm a fucking. Yeah. I am a lover of a, of a, yeah. of a Christmas baguette. Yeah, Yorkshire pudding wraps are good though. When I, fucking I've soap never had a Yorkshire pudding that, but I do love Yorkshire. Pu- <laughs> I could imagine it would do. <laughs> put about four stone on me in a week as well, my meat. That's uh, that's what it is. When I become a massive foodie, I was constantly hammering the food. I must have put I put fucking loads of weight on, like yeah. hammering the fucking takeaways <sighs> all the time. Yeah, that's all I do. Like <laughs> I, I look, I I've only got to look at a cake and I'll put a stone in there. Terrible. Think about it. I love cakes, so... Shit, I've, I've lost my phone again. We're not on a good one today, I tell you. Uh, uh, next question is from... Uh, oh, Alright, Brad, it's nearly the end of the year. What's been your favourite ba- bounce track of 2022? And that's from Big Al. So, bounce track, I like... And there's not many really that I'd, I'd, I'd play, but I do like, uh, is it... When the lights go down, is that alter ego? When oh, the yeah, go yeah, down, yeah, yeah, I like, yeah. but it's, it's that Birdie, version isn't of it? it. Uh, Birdie Wings, is it? That, is that the tune you're about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I like that, I like that. that. That's one that caught me in. I thought, that's a fucking good tune. It's getting man. hammered everywhere. Well, that's it? why, mm. you, you know, it, I, I, I heard it. You sent me in a little folder of music. Hey, hey, we all do it, we all do it, don't worry about it. I'll say we all do it, but I don't. I've <laughs> never done that before. Hey. You bought it off fucking one of the sites, lad, and sent it. <laughs> when it's available. <laughs> yeah, when it's available. Um, I'm seven, that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's alright, it's alright. I'm just trying not to get him some work. Yeah, so that that's the song that, out of all the bounce tunes this year that I've heard, that's the one that I've liked the most. When the I like the lyrics in it. I think yeah. the lyrics are good in it. I think it's a good tune, but it's not for me personally. For some reason, I like the original by Birdie, but that that version, there's something like with the vocals that I'm not too keen on. Um, I'm not sure what it is. It sounds like it's like being auto pitched or something like that. I, I don't know, but it's fucking such. It's got such good energy when it gets played. In yeah, a, in a club. I do that. So yeah. That, you, so you playing see, that Mad Friday? Yeah, I'll be. I'll play that on Mad Friday, <laughs> and I'll play that in a. What are you shying for and puffing and puffing? <laughs> Listen, you are because I'm on last. <laughs> so fucking, I'll play that. But with me, I'll I'll play I'll play like a fucking. I'll play half old Scouse and then I'll throw a few new ones in there as yeah, well. It's not just like fucking bounce music, a bounce set or a Scouse yeah, set. Yeah. It's whatever's on me fucking on me USB that I like. I'll just play. You it. think it's gonna work it and you can try That's it? That's it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. go from there. Um. So yeah, fucking my favorite tune. Um. I don't know. There's a fucking. There's been a couple of decent ones. Um. I feel like I'd be discrediting people if I don't say certain ones because. I'll, I've just not on my present in my mind. Um, that has to be the biggest tune I'd say. I, like, I also like, and I don't even know whether this got made or it's an old one. What's going on? Oh, it's heads up. Heads yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that start this year? That about two two years ago. Was but it? That, oh, that, yeah. that, that's a, I love that tune as yeah, well. Yeah, so did, congratulations to heads up on that one. Um, blew up on um, on TikTok that as well, didn't it? Um, I don't know. I, so my favourite like tune dance tune of the year, I have I've said it on a on a previous podcast. I like that um Badders to the Mall tune that um Yeah, yeah, and uh, the Badders of the Mall. He doesn't like you. With the old school, with the old school. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I think it's class. Down, 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 down. Class yeah. tune. So uh, 
Sound design. He, he won't like it. it because he only likes fucking anything over 145 beats a minute. <laughs> anything below that no, he doesn't we've like. Had the yeah, we've had the conversation on the podcast. Why have that when you've got sound design happiness? <laughs> but, True, but it's a it's a new version. Yeah. That could, that's current today. That's why I like I like that. Yeah. But I do like if you if my favourite tune of the year, and this is gonna sound that cheesy because it's another one that's being bladdered everywhere. I left System Afraid. I just think that 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 house song was yeah, a yeah. fucking absolute. I can agree with that. You know but what I mean? It's it's good. It's good that there's so much like this is in the, this stuff's in the charts. Like it, it wouldn't it be thing off as too like disregard. It'd be disregarded in the past. Whereas yeah. now it's coming back around again, and yeah. people are just enjoying decent music. Yeah, um, it was like that. A you MacGyver tell me what you tell me yeah. something new last year yeah, that, that blew up and good. that went fucking that yeah. went worldwide the, that like that that you MacGyver he's just a, an ordinary young lad he's not he hasn't he maybe have the machine behind him now but like fucking at the yeah. time like he's fucking it's, someone's hooked onto it and then the labels have got onto that's him about it that's yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. someone's got onto Quality. it sent it to a couple of DJs they've played it someone else is like and it's gone bump yeah. and that's a riff of an old school an old school song that's yeah, yeah. something good as well um, but I was saying about the the thing. I think um, was it uh, Ben um, Bonley and Shiv did that a remix of that um, Badders to the Mall. I mean that's that's in with a good shout. They did. Um, c- can you remember Lies in a Box? I wish you. Come back tune. It's an old Italian tune. Um, I wish you would understand. Do you know that tune? No. Uh, they did a, a version of that. Have you heard that one? I think that that for for me personally, that could be. I would say one of the tunes of the okay. year. That I haven't heard that, but I, quality I love tune. All my old Italian uh, house music as well. Um, other bounce tunes that have been that have caught my eye this year. See, I feel rude because I'm going to fucking say something, and I'm going to. There's going to be an obvious one on the podcast that when afterwards we're going to go. Oh fuck yeah! yeah what about that? To be honest, I don't really listen to a lot of bounce music. Mate. Yeah. You know, and I don't. It's just um, it's weird, like. What's been? I don't know. We'll, I'll just switch it around a bit. I know Big Al didn't ask this question, but what's been your tune of the year? Of well, in general, yeah, your house music or whatever you, you you're playing. Yeah. What What's one that you've heard and you've just thought, "Fuck me, this is a, a, a good tune." Yeah, I like, like scouts music, like the the new music, the one Alan's just made now with a uh, Texas Pete. That's one of my all-time favourite songs. New, is it New Atlanta? Yeah. That, that, uh, that's, you put that up last, last week. Now, that, 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 yeah. that, that's, that's an old-school song that I'll play in an old-school set and the pipes in it and that. And, you know, for that speed and the way it's being made, it's just fucking... It's got to be the best best song that I've heard yeah. this year. Right. I did uh, ask him to put my name on it, but he led me. <laughs> I, I'm not just saying because because you're in the room, Ava. That tune that you did with Rob, that dead happy tune. Power of love. Um, party time. Party time. It's it's obviously you've. It's a, it's an old tune that you've reworked, but fucking it's such a like. There's a, not a lot of tunes that are real uplifting, happy stuff like that at the minute because they're a bit Called cheesy. A happy mix for a reason. Yeah, it's <laughs> honestly it's fucking. I heard that and I thought I'm gonna play that for the next six months. Like, do you Even know what I mean? The power of love that he done with it, Rob. Just fuck the. The I'll drop, have heard it, but I can't. And then the fucking bass line that just comes into it just explodes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just a fucking, you know, hats off to them, the good at what they do. Mm. He's the best producer I know at the moment making music. Like, I know you got, like, all your other producers and that, but mm. they're making bounce music. 
his music's different to bounce. I think it's yeah. more a scout sound to it, and I love it. I like I like the like we talked about it on our episode with with Alan. Like we need to bring more of that fucking that sound euphoric back. back. Exactly, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Rather than trying to like don't forget bounces played at like between one fifty and one five five. That's too fast for me. That lad, I wouldn't be it able is. to fucking dance to that. These, you know what I mean? One four eight, one four eight's about the fastest I'll go when I'm DJing. I I I play my house music at one one two one two six to one two eight. Yeah, you know what I mean. So the older I'm getting, the the slow my beats are going. I I find if I'm honest with you, I I can't really fucking get into anything slower than one hundred twenty five. Yeah. Because after that, it just seems it seems like it's like. Because that tropical thing came a tropical house that came in for a while, yeah. and it just seemed like it sh- it's been made at a fa- and someone slowed it down. That's what it just sounds like to me, anyways. There's no groove to it. I've just I've just got a house version of the Prince song Kiss, hmm. and it's just fucking unbelievable, lad. Just the way it's being made, the drops in it, it's just fucking. It, it, I just thought, wow, you know what I mean. And then I got a a chocolate one as well. Just within the space of two, two mm. or three days, I downloaded the two of them. Uh, what's the hot chocolate? I can't even remember what the song was, but just the way the house music's made, it just seems like yeah, it's just a different level. Do you know what I mean? The way they put the songs together. Now maybe because it's made differently, I don't know. Yeah, but I just I just love everything. I just I just love me house music and all that. So before we we sort of finish up today, I just want to ask you that going forward, are you looking to push the house the 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 because it's a different alias you use, isn't it? It's is it? Yeah, it's just on on me SoundCloud page. It's Paul H. Yeah, but if I put a house mix up, it's just Pablo. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. But, on, on New Year's Eve poster that we've had done, it's just Paul O'Reilly, but I really should have just posted just Pablo name, do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, <clears throat> on my next events that I'll do, I'll still be just Pablo. But, you know, it, the reason I've just done it as just Pablo is because people go on and see a Paul O'Reilly mix, they'll expect old school or yeah. a Scouse song, it, and then they listen and they'll go, what the fuck's that? Because they're not, they don't like that music. Mm. So I've just put it, all my house mixes are just Pablo on me Paul O'Reilly page. If I if I seen your name on a lineup, I'd, I'd without looking at the rest of the lineup, I'd just assume. Uh, but that's bad of me assuming, I suppose. But but it's just because you've yeah. been renowned for it for so exactly, long. Exactly. Yeah, like, that's yeah. it. You know what I mean. So I went on in demand. Uh, I think it was either last year or the year before, and I had a guest mix on it. Yeah. And um, I played at this go out set, and like. The lad say he was like, lad, I wasn't expecting that, but I actually mm. liked it. I said, well, that's the like, that, that's the style of music I like is like the disco yeah. house. But over the last couple of years, I've really got into my house music now, which is a little bit heavier, mm. you know, a little bit more moody. And I do, but like, I like all sorts of music, lad. I can, I can, I can like, I like it. I, you know, I'm just a lover of music in general. Right, so before we sign off today, I, I do want to ask everybody, and that's, um, you said you're a foodie, so I'm expecting fucking good results here, by the way. Go on, go on. Um, if you're about to get the electric chair because you fucking, you've said, dance have you been out lately, once too many, <laughs> right? And then fucking, fucking, just get him on the electric chair and get him out of it, right? Um, Dances ass out of you. <laughs> so what, what um, you got one last meal, what is it? You can have starter, main, dessert, and a bev. What what you having? Uh, me, me main would be a fucking steak without a shadow of a doubt, lad. Steak and chips. What have I said about this? And peppers. Steak and chips. And, and, and a little side of peppercorn sauce to dip me chips into. Right. Um, starter. 
never really been big on starters, but it you know, I'd I'd, I'd get like a like a um, a crispy duck or something like that. Nice. And uh, fucking salt and pepper spring rolls and shumais and cannonballs <laughs> and that's, yeah. that'll be my starter. I'd have like a Chinese starter. Mm. Finishing it off with a big fat heavy cheesecake. Nice, nice. Bevy. It just has to be a big pint of coke. Yeah. I, I wouldn't Coke's really... here all the way. Have no, you... no, full fatty coke. Full, <laughs> full fatty coke. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink in fucking <laughs> ale before I was getting yeah. the last thing on my mind to have my last bevy. So I'd, I'd, I'd have just like a little coke or something like that. You know what I mean? You said there about uh, the about your starters. You said about the the salt and pepper siumais, uh, yeah. right? I've I've my missus is Chinese, so like I eat a lot of Chinese food, and if for whatever reason, sumai, it seems to be only a select few know about it, right? Everybody in Liverpool knows what a sumai is, right? Yeah, yeah. All the Chinese community know what a sumai is. You ask people anywhere else, they're like, "What the fuck is that?" Because it's yeah, yeah. Because yeah. and it, I was talking about it to somebody, and they're like, "Well, I, uh, you're on a handball." Uh, I've had them before, but it's uh, it's an acquired taste. It's a bit weird, isn't it? But when you dip them into a chilli sauce, <laughs> nice, I eat loads of Chinese food. I, so I like, love yeah. me Chinese. But like, as I say, everyone in Liverpool it seems to love the fucking salt and pepper siumais. Like, I, I love salt and pepper spring rolls, siumais, <laughs> fucking wings, ribs. I told anything you anything salt and pepper. Because right. obviously you're local and stuff like that. I just want to ask you now. Right, last week. I've, I've tried all the Chinese's in fucking Liverpool, right? Yeah. And nothing's compared to Big Bull. And they're not Bull. sponsoring the podcast, no. but I'm just saying. The one opposite the Bondi. Which one's that one? The Bombed Out Church, Big Bull. Yeah. Uh, Is that where it was? Uh, yeah, yeah. Bowl, so it's uh, lovely. Have you Plus. ever tried the Mimi across the road? Is that the one we were talking about? I think. Is it the one with the fucking... Um, uh, there's all different like stalls. No, 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 no. That, that's across the. That's 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 the Japanese crafter. Right. Uh, or is it, is it Chinese? There's all sorts in there. Yeah, they've got it, like it looks like a road yeah, in yeah. Tokyo with all the lights. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Mimi. So where the big bowl is there, you've got richer sounds. Mm. The Mimi's next door there. I might have tried it then. <sighs> Unbelievable, lad. Honestly, that big bowl. <clears> I was impressed with yeah, it. Eh? Bosh, you, you know when it's good because you see all the Chinese in there, <laughs> yeah. and it's fucking rammed them all day long. And so was the Mimi. The Mimi's, well, it used to, I haven't been for a few years, but the Mimi was out of this world, mate. Yeah. Um, before we finish What's there, your favourite Chinese? Chinese dish. Dish. What traditional Chinese or like the stuff you get in just from what, there? Just what you get in Liverpool, like. Um, I'd go for a chicken in Peking sauce. Would you uh, do, yeah. Uh, fried rice. I like, I like my salt and pepper stuff. Um, yeah, I like my shredded chilli beef and yeah. my Singapore vermicelli. I like a Singapore vermicelli nice as well. And spicy, lad. Yeah. So when you get a chicken peking, I get, I get mine shredded chicken in peking sauce, okay. so it's nice. Yeah, I've like. never had that. I'm gonna try that now. Like, I'm telling you now, you later. won't look back, eh? especially yeah. if you go a big bowl. I'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll try that later. I will do. But yeah, sort of uh, uh, signing off. And this is another just another observational thing that before I go about that I, that I was absolutely mind blown by. So I used to live in Scotland, and you'd go to say like um, the like the local corner shop. Right, and it'd be like, say, like Bangladeshi or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And you go in, and they'd have the proper strong Scottish accent, and and it just it looks like it doesn't suit the the way that they look at. That's been me being judgy and whatnot. But when I went in, right, I went into um to to that big ball, and the the, the fucking gaffer in there, it, we were like talking in Cantonese, and he was speaking very very um dialect was clear as as day. 
and he went, uh, he turned around and he went, uh, I don't want to do a Scouse accent or anything <laughs> like that, but he's like, uh, table four down there, lad. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, well, my, the proper, because he didn't have a Scouse accent when he spoke in Cantonese, and I was just like, this yeah, is fucking mind blowing. One of my mates used to have a chippy on Berry Street, Chungi, his name was, mm. and he was always in the pleasure room, so I used to go and see him before. And he'd be like fucking rattling off all the Chinese lingo to his dad, and like to be a Q and he'd go, "What do you want, girl?" <laughs> <laughs> I used to go, "That's fucking brilliant, that." It's mental because if like, you heard it, that yeah. his dad in all Chinese yeah. lingo, and just go, "I love what you want." Like even my missus, right? Who's like, because we heard him, and like, because we're wondering if it was like, because a lot of places around here tend to be a lot of English-speaking Chinese people nowadays. Yeah. So there isn't many who actually still speak the lingo. So we went in and we weren't sure what to expect. And as soon as he said that, my missus looked at me like, did that come from his mouth? Because he proper, like, he's, he's a lot, we just got talking to him and that, because I, I said to him, I said, mate, your fucking accent's mental. I said, you, you spoke as if you were, fr- like, you were, you were, you sounded like you were from Bootle. Like, do you know what I mean? Pro- do you know what like proper harsh? Like, it is. No, I'm just, I, I, I'm an observational person, so that's what it is. It's really like northern sort of Scouse accent, yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah. And then... Does northern speak different to south end, you know? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's a, more, yeah. It's more, it's a softer tone. Right? There's, there's more small. lars and that from the south end, and then there's more fucking... Yeah, yeah, it's harsher. Yeah, it's... But like, like as I say, and, and then for him to, he goes to start, he starts speaking Cantonese, and there's not even a tone where you'd pick up that he sounds Scouse. He sounds just like he's from Hong Kong. And he's been brought up in Liverpool, by the way, like, yeah, I've just sat and talked about this fella for like fucking 10 minutes <laughs> anyway I'm going to sign off today I just want to say thank you for coming no on worries. mate can I just say a little shout out to my two lovely daughters my Isabel yeah. and my Lily Rose are lovely girls there you go, and that. your mum as well Heidi love that's yous. fucking nice that fantastic nice, yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure my mate if you've enjoyed the podcast then share it it's been a bit random this year but fuck me it's been <laughs> funny it has been yeah. a weird one but good as well cheers <laughs>